Blog Talk Radio. Hi there. I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older. But we do know there are also a number of challenges we face as we age, and without a doubt, the years can often take a big toll on our relationship. But that's where today's guest comes in. Tracy Ross is a couples and family therapist in New York City who specializes in redesigning relationships. She's joining us today to share her thoughts on gray divorce, the various challenges of decoupling in later life, and the ways that these difficult issues can best be anticipated and addressed. I realize a number of you out there may be thinking about getting divorced or going through something uh, yourselves currently. Regardless, this is such an important topic. I am so looking forward to starting. So welcome, Tracy. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, I would like to begin uh, by you telling us a little bit more about your specialty. I love the thought of redesigning relationships. And, of course, as I mentioned at the top of the show, there are some baggage. (laughs) There is some baggage that we bring uh, in long-term relationships. So tell us a little bit about how you work with your clients. So I work with couples and families, and I – I say redesigning relationships because it's not about redesigning each other. It's really about the relationships. So we all show up for our relationships in various ways and we can, we can change how we do that. We can shift how we do that. And if we, if that's the focus, as opposed to changing the other person, getting someone else to behave differently, there is a lot more that's possible. And it sort of is a relief for people to hear that, that they're not going to have to show up for couples therapy and hear everything they've done wrong and everything they need to change, that it's a real conversation between two people or more, if it's a family, about how to redesign the relationship together and sort of as a common goal. Oh, I really like that because otherwise you can get into naming, blaming, and all that other good stuff that comes along with <laughs> shaming. There's another ing. <laughs> That's the kind of rhymes. Yeah, it's yeah. all important, but I like it. So you you take it out of the per- well. It is still personal relationships. Obviously, are personal, but kind of put it out there in a way where you're working on an it rather than each other. Yes, I I. You know, a relationship, just like an individual, is a growing, evolving, changing entity. And you have to pay attention to it as such and, and think of it that way. And if you, if you do that, then you can redesign it. You can, you can have a different experience with the, the same person. I've seen that over and over again. I love that idea, and I know you provide tools and all that, which we're going to get into in a minute, but first I do want to address, uh, well, the elephant in the room, what's going on out there, and that is older couples are divorcing far more often than they used to. Uh, Why do you think that is? I think there are a number of reasons. I think um, I think there's a shift in perception about this latter part of life that it's more seen now as more of a time of opportunity to do the things you haven't gotten to do, you know, personally, professionally. Maybe it's a you want to bike across America or different experiences that you couldn't while you were raising kids or pursuing a career. So I think there's just this different idea about what the later stages of life could or should look like. I think women have more financial independence and that brings with it more options. There's also 
funny as it may sound, the the online dating and the, the, the lessening stigma of online dating gives people this feeling that, you know what, I can have another relationship. Maybe I can meet someone else. And I think that what I see in my practice is a lot of people just have neglected their relationships for a long time. And their kids leave the house. They, they're at this moment, and they look at each other, and they're just not sure they want to be together anymore. Yeah, yeah so boy. There, there I also think, um, again, this show is for, aimed at baby boomers. I'm a boomer. I'm you maybe. I'm mm-hmm. not sure, but but um, I it, it, I think our our generation kind of grew up thinking we were special and you know all these things. So uh, when life feels like it's getting kind of rocky, uh, we're not willing to settle as much, maybe, or you know we still want mm-hmm. you know the the good stuff to come to us. The other thing you bring up, the online, I thought about all the, you know, that kind of you find your old high school boyfriend on Facebook and start a little yes. chat with each other. and People are having a lot of fun with that and feel rejuvenated and just, you know, laughing and possibility. And, I, yeah, there's just more opportunity these days. And, and like I said, older adulthood is not just a time where you have to be resol- resigned to just, you know, ride it out and and accept what has been going on in your life. Um, yeah, well, I think I, I see that. Well, when working with couples, one of the things that um, it comes up for me, and I, I, I would imagine it comes up a lot in your practice, but what if you're working with a couple, one of them can't wait to get out of the marriage, and the other one is still very much focused on it, wants to work on it. How do you handle something like that? Great, great question. So, yeah, there's this in-between space, right? There are so many couples where one person is pretty much out the door and the other person is desperate desperate, or just very interested in saving the relationship. And when, when you have two people working towards different goals, nothing really happens in couples therapy. Um, but, but these are couples who haven't decided to split up yet. So there's this new short-term therapy called discernment counseling, and this is exactly for those couples. And it's one to five sessions. I, I even do it remotely through video chat sometimes. Um, and it's wow. extended sessions, an hour and a half to two hours. And in each session, I spend some time with the couple together and some time with each person separately. And it's really to choose a direction, choose a path forward. So a lot of people don't want to come to couples therapy because they they just dread dredging up all the pain and hurt and resentment. Um, And this is not that. It's identifying how you got here, what happened that your marriage is on the verge of breakup, and what it would take to move forward. And once you identify that, then we, we look at is there motivation to do that and what are the obstacles. So it's just it's just sort of this this great way to pick a path forward, pick a direction, and then once a couple picks a direction, then they know what to do, right? Then you can work on it. So I, I really love discernment counseling. I think there are a lot of people who fall in that in-between space where they're just not sure, and it really provides clarity. You know, clarity oh, my gosh, and- Tracy. 
I'm sorry, I'm interrupting, but I'm I'm so excited, first off, that you do do remote counseling because obviously we've got listeners who do not live in the New York City area in Manhattan, so right. this is wonderful. And I also like the fact that there are, you've got, you know, I mean, I'm sure it can go longer if need be, but it is pretty much short-term therapy to really focus in on this. Am I right about that? Yeah, it's short-term therapy. At the end of maximum five sessions and they're they're extended sessions right they're an hour and a half to two hours you pick a direction couples pick a direction so if they decide they want to work on their relationship then it it becomes more couples therapy really tackling the issues unpacking what's gone wrong and if they decide to split up after going through this process they're going to do it in a much more collaborative way and with much less contentious way because you get to process and you process together and it really, the animosity, resentment, hurt, pain sort of take a different direction. So that's why I really love this discernment counseling. I've never heard that term before, and I think it is such a great idea because, like you say, even if couples decide, well, we are going to go our separate ways, you can work together to oh, <laughs> Gwyneth Pyle throws conscious uncoupling or whatever, but but you can exactly. work together exactly. to. And instead of screaming at each other and getting, you know, super nasty lawyers and trying to rip each other apart, what a great way to, say, maybe call a halt to that particular level of intimacy. But you can continue being friends. You can continue working in a common goal and not split your family in two, which brings me to my next question. Um, If you've been married for 30, 35 years, and a lot of times, as you say, the emptiness syndrome brings this on, you're looking at each other over the table and think we have nothing in common anymore. Mm-hmm. But if you decide to get a divorce, that is going to affect adult children and maybe some grandchildren. How how do you work with couples regarding that? You know, it absolutely does affect adult children. I mean, not in the same way as young children. They don't have to shuffle back and forth between two homes, but it affects them emotionally and it affects their time. Um, it affects there's a grieving and a sadness, even if they've known the parents' marriage wasn't good for a very long time. And sometimes there's anger or blame towards one parent and this feeling that they have to take care of one of their parents or worry about their loneliness. I have had families come for family therapy around this, which is just remarkable because it gives them this opportunity to communicate about where they are and what the path forward is because they're going to be involved in each other's lives forever, sharing kids, grandchildren, holidays, all of that. And families who can do this and just talk through it and clarify the expectations going forward, and and sometimes they even reminisce and laugh about the past, about the good times, it just frees them up to move forward, everyone involved. It, It really is a remarkable Um, type of work for families who are willing to do it. Painful, painful, no doubt. But also, you know, a little can go a long way. A few sessions of family therapy for a gray divorcing couple is, is a very powerful intervention. Oh, Tracy, I, I can imagine. And I'm thinking for you to be able to provide this service uh, to the larger community. Uh, and this, I assume, can also be done remotely if you know there's children living in California Absolutely. or Illinois or something. 
Absolutely. Can, Absolutely. And I, I find this doing this work is, is such a privilege. You know, I really, because the divorce has a ripple effect. It, it doesn't just affect the couple. It affects so many people. Yeah. Um, so, so these interventions are to, to minimize that impact, you know, to free, if, if you've decided to get divorced, you want to move forward and enjoy your life and you want to move forward with grace and not get stuck in the negative. And these interventions are shorter term and extremely powerful because you're catching people at a pivotal moment. So there's an availability to, to look at things in a different way or talk about things in a different way. Well, and I know from experiencing my own, you know, when I'm feeling in crisis mode or something is truly upsetting me, it's so wonderful to be able to get it out, have a sympathetic listener, and someone who can provide the tools and techniques to help me move forward. Yes, yes. And there are tools and techniques, a lot of communication tools and techniques that that we work on in couples, couples therapy, family therapy, discernment counseling. A lot of communication and listening, you know, how you listen to someone, how you let someone know that you're really hearing them and listening to them without your own agenda is a very powerful communication tool. So that's part of any of any of redesigning relationships, actually. Well, Tracy, this has been so enlightening for me, and I'm sure many people out there are feeling the same way. <laughs> I know you have a website, and it's again, I'm going to underscore the fact that you do work remotely. So if anybody is out of your geographic area, that is not an issue. So let the, let our listeners know where they can find out more about you, your work, and some of this, you know, some of these wonderful options like discernment counseling or family counseling post divorce or prior to divorce. I think these are great. Great, yeah. great opportunities for people. Um, absolutely. People can contact me through my website. It's TracyRossNYC.com. It's Tracy with no E, T-R-A-C-Y. I also have a newsletter. Please feel free to sign up for my newsletter. I even have an Instagram, <laughs> which is Redesigning Relationships. Um, so shoot, through my email, through my um Website, you can shoot me an email, and even if you just have a question, I'd be happy to answer it. Oh, that is so fantastic. And so giving and sharing of you, Tracy. Well, I could go on and on with you because this is such an important topic, but unfortunately our time is up. So any final thoughts you'd like to leave with our audience? I, I, I just want to say that, you know, showing up for these conversations is not as scary as people might imagine, and they're they're there is a lot that you can accomplish in a short period of time if you're willing to, to listen to each other and have the conversation. All important thoughts. So on that high note, we will have to close. But, Tracy, thank you not only for sharing your expertise, but uh, your warmth and, and ways that uh, we can – we boomers, and, I again, I'm focusing on boomers mainly, but it, it's all ages, mm-hmm. but move for, forward through these difficult times with the least amount of negative impact on our lives or those in our family. And I do urge all of you listeners out there, please check out Tracy's website. I'm going to say it again. TracyRossNYC.com. Uh, it's going to filled with information. There's uh, lots of uh, you know about relationships uh, and ways that you can contact her for this wonderful help she provides. So thanks again, Tracy. Thank you so much for having me, Eileen. Well, and while you're at it, 
while you're looking up Tracy's website and sharing it with your friends, be sure to remember to go out there and show the world just how feisty a woman over 50 can be. This is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, saying I'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.